Welcome to Backstage with Becca Beat with special guest Grant Reynolds. Hi everyone and welcome to this episode of Backstage with Becca Beat. On this episode, the Chicago native attended Carnegie Mellon University, has been in college and regional shows such as Hair, Jesus Christ Superstar, Sweeney Todd, and The Color Purple, and is currently on the national tour of Mamma Mia, where he plays Sky. Please welcome Grant Reynolds. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you for this. This is so cool. Oh, of course, of course. Your enthusiasm when I asked made me so happy because I've been so like, oh my gosh, I feel so honored to I'm have so honored. That he's like enthusiastic about this. No, this is so, so sweet. I'm so, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, me too, me too. And I'm actually seeing the show tomorrow at Pantages. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, you have to find me after and we'll, we'll chat for sure. Yes, definitely. I was like, I got to mention that, that I'm coming at 8 p.m. tomorrow. 8 p.m. Oh yeah, because we have two shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> five show weekend, awesome. which is. <laughs> yeah, five show weekend. This is our second weekend of five show weekends. Really? Yeah. So, so like getting in the swing. It's a journey, but we're we're settling in. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine it's a journey, and it's like your body has to get used to it and stuff. Definitely, definitely yeah. an adjustment on the body. Your body's like, what are we doing? Why are we going back? I'm in LA and I'm still like, okay, what city are we in? What time is it? What day? For me, it's the days of the week. Like today I was so gagged that it was Friday. I'm always kind of like, what day is it? Is it Wednesday? Because it just flies by, it all blurs together. Well, it's also that it's also like it gets dark at like 4 p.m. now. True. I'm like the Midwest, but I live on the East Coast. So this West Coast Pacific time is like crazy. And I can't talk to any of my friends because by the time I get out the show, it's like 1 a.m., you know, where they are. So Yeah. And then at 4 p.m., you feel like it's like 9 p.m. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all yeah. crazy. So, I mean, I kind of ask, how, how have you been... First of all, good. I've been good. I've been good. How are you? I'm doing great. Okay, um, doing at going out of town next week, so like getting a lot of stuff in before I go out of town. Nice. Where are you going? I'm from Dallas, so I'm going. To oh, nice. So you're going back home. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, I have to get in the show before I go out of town. Yes, no, and, and tomorrow our weekend shows are always really, really good. Two show days are a lot, but like... But the crowd on the weekend, as I imagine, is Oh, it's amazing. Crazy. Yes. So, I want to ask, have you always known that you wanted to be a theater performer? And like, when was the moment you realized? Um, I, so I've, I've done theater like all throughout my life. I did it really as a hobby growing up. I would say I was lucky enough to have a really, really strong community theater presence, um, where I'm from. So I grew up doing a lot of community theater, a lot of theater within my school. Um, and I guess my desire for sure was always there to be a performer. I, it was always my dream to like be on Broadway, do tour, like be a working actor. Um, but I, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to a performing arts like high school or like any of that. I didn't really like train seriously until I got to college. So it kind of was always an afterthought in my life until I got into high school. And then I was like, okay, I kind of have to make a decision. I'll definitely regret this if I don't do it. So like, I should at least try. Um, and that's when I like ventured off into the chaos that is college auditions and all of that and it just kind of like worked out but it I definitely always wanted to be a performer I didn't know if it was always possible which I feel like isn't natural for every kid you know you don't know like yeah. oh can I make a life for myself is this real yada yada um exactly yeah. but yeah so it was definitely it was always a dream of mine for sure it's still crazy that it's reality now but yeah it was definitely something I always wanted to do. Like on the list. So where mm -hmm. did you grow up? Because you mentioned the strong community theater presence. And was there anyone who like really had an impact on you realizing that, hey, 
I definitely could have a future in this. Like, as yeah, a okay. So I'm from Chicago. I'm from Oak Park, Chicago. Um, Oak Park is like a tiny little village right in the center of the city. Um, and I mean, I ha I've had a myriad of amazing teachers that I'm like so blessed to be able to like call upon throughout my life now even. Um, but growing up, I did um, Bravo Performing Arts Academy, which is through my middle school growing up. So it was like an extra after school curricular activity that was like through my middle school that I did religiously growing up, um, which is founded by Tina Reynolds, who is like a second mom to me. She's everything. She was, she's basically like my first professor. Um, but, um, and it's, yeah, and it's funny because we share the same last name, but yeah. I, I do. Um, second mom, it works. <laughs> yes, literally a second mom. Um, no, but I, I credit her for a lot of the stuff that I was able to do. She put forward, put forward a lot of opportunities um, for me. I grew up doing junior theater festival in Atlanta, which is a really, really, really huge um, thing for me to do as someone from like a community theater background to be able to like go to Atlanta once a year, exercise my craft, do what I love amongst other kids that like to do the same. Um, from there, I got to do choreography DVDs through iTheatrics and MTI, which is how I met a lot of like my friends now in the industry and who like I later cultivated um, further relationships in like college and stuff. Um, so I would say Tina. And then when I got into college, my like all my professors, but my professor uh, PT is a really, really big one. Rick, Barbara, um, Claudia, Gary, Catherine, like there's a huge list. I'm super, super lucky in that, right? Where I have like a million teachers that are like, I still call on to this day and I'm like, can you send me this piano? Like, can you do a warm up for me? Like, I'm really, really blessed in that. Right. right. And I was going to say also like in middle school, like to go to an after school activity as a kid, that takes a lot for a kid to agree on. You have to really enjoy. Yeah, you had to really like it. And I was, my friends, like I have, um, my best friends are coming to visit and see the show next week. Um, but like we all grew up doing it together and I got to see one of my other amazing past teachers. Her name's Erin um, Pettit. Um, when we were in Denver for um, our opening, because she lives and teaches oh at the Denver School of the Arts now. Um, but it, it, we were, she was saying the same thing. Like we were all really, really passionate about it. And it was like our sport almost. Yeah. So like I was super, super committed from a young age, even though I didn't necessarily know where it could go. It was just such a huge thing for me. I always loved musical theater. I grew up loving movie musicals, Broadway musicals. My first show I ever saw was Lion King. So like I was always like really, really deep into it. I, I just didn't know what it could look like for me, um, you know, in a fully materialized version. But I, I've always been lucky to have the support as young as middle school, which was really, really lucky. And like seeing the Lion King live on stage, like especially being familiar with the movie as a oh, kid yeah. is like, oh my gosh, they can do like how do they do this on a stage? Yeah, no, that was a really, and that was, I saw the national tour when I was, God, I don't know. I had to be like six. Like I was extremely young. Um, I remember everything. We sat on the little balconies. It was me and my mom. Um, and yeah, it, it, that was a really, really big turning point for me. And that was kind of like when I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to do this. I'd love to be on Broadway. I'd love to, you know, be in a national tour. And then, of course, growing up and like watching YouTube videos, I'm like a kid of like Broadway, like backstage Broadway um, videos, which like they've kind of revived now, which I'm like so here for. Um, but like I grew up watching all of those with Kinky Boots and um, Matilda, new, like all of those shows. So um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's always like been the center of my life, essentially. So what you're saying and that we're going to manifest is that eventually you're going to do a blog for one of these channels. Oh, yes. we're Okay, yes. I love yeah. it. Yes, we are definitely manifesting yeah. that. Um, yeah, I would. That's that's like a dream come true every day. I'm like living all these dreams come true. But we are definitely putting that one on the list. I would love 
mm-hmm. my own broadway.com blog yes. there. oh my god the wicked ones i'm obsessed with coming soon <laughs> like, on it. come on literally obsessed <laughs> so i noticed before i get into like uh college because you went to an impressive university speaking of speaking of college and auditions and stuff I saw dance on your resume so I want to dance and what is your favorite style of dance and why gosh um well I guess for me I always loved ballet I feel like that was like the first thing I like was super super obsessed with in terms of like stylized dance versions I mean I love all kinds of dance I love musical theater dance um but I didn't, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to go back to ballet. Ballet was just something that I was always very obsessed with. I always wanted to be a ballerina. Like, I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um, I still honestly think that's the coolest thing ever. That was like my favorite in college. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely have to go with ballet. I love musical theater dance because it's literally everything. You don't oh know um, what it's gonna be. But I definitely probably, Ballet. I mean, I was going to say, too, like, ballet is kind of the framework for everything. It is, yeah. It's like the foundation. So it's kind of like if you don't know how to do that, you know, or if you can do that, rather, you are open to so many other disciplines. So Yes, yeah. I feel like that's why a lot of, like, like a lot of children start out, like, in ballet. Uh, No matter what sport or Mm -hmm. activity they end up doing. You it just teaches you so much. Like you can kill like a million stones with, or kill what is it? A million birds with one stone with ballet. Like balance, yeah. weight changes, being on your feet. Like like it's just like a lot of stuff that will take you further that you can't necessarily learn in other aspects. Yes. Yep. Definitely correct. So you went to Carnegie Mellon for college, which is so impressive. And I can't imagine like how extreme the audition process is for a school like that. Definitely. Because I feel like more intense probably since like I've like since a lot of people I've had on this series, like Broadway veterans have gone to college, which they mention sometimes. Mm-hmm. So what is what is the audition process like going to a school <laughs> like that, and how intimidating is it as a high school student to go? I'm like sitting that? here getting flashbacks again, like I'm having war flashbacks. Oh um, no, um, I will say that college thought is literally hard wherever you go, and I think that the college, the acting and musical theater college audition process has not. Um, it really hasn't been excavated enough. And I think that we need to do like more research, have more support. Like a lot of these kids, myself included, went through and are doing this alone. Don't necessarily have knowledge or support from their family or friends, which is like not like totally valid. Like we're not expecting like everybody to have niche um, imperative knowledge about musical theater acting and like conservatory training. However, like there's, it's rare if you don't go to a performing arts school that there is any like strong support out there to like help you through um, versus you like maybe going to school for, you know, pre-law or pre-med or accounting or whatever may have you any other type of like general education, which is also fabulous. Um, But I definitely was like a deer in headlights, had no idea what I was doing truly went off on a whim um like I was speaking to earlier like theater was always a hobby kind of for me so I was it really was at my senior year where I was like okay I have to make a decision I'm either going to for me I was gonna go and pursue law or medicine or I was going to like try this and like I was going to like see if I could get into musical theater or acting school which is like the first feat like can I get into a school? Um, so different, like the the yeah. path. So different. Very, very different. Um. So I kind of like went on a whim. Carnegie Mellon was always my dream school. I would my first time going to New York. I got to see. I went and saw Kinky Boots for the first time, and I saw Newsies right when um, Corey Cott had replaced. And of course, I'm a huge fan of like Carol Lindsay and everything, and so. 
I had seen Kinky Boots first and I was like, of course, researching all of these people and like, where did they go to school? And I saw that Billy Porter went to CMU. I saw that um, Corey went to CMU and Kara and I saw Pippin that year too. And so I saw Patina went to CMU. So I was like, okay, I literally need to go to this school. Like, how do I do it? Um, I was lucky enough that my really good, my now good friend, John Clay Third, he is from my town and he also went to Carnegie Mellon. Um, but he was like the only boy from our town who had like done musical theater, passed high school and like pursued it in college. Um, and um, so I like reached out to him and asked for all this advice and he was very, very kind and generous. And I applied, um, you have to like apply academically. I don't know exactly how it is now um, in terms of like initial applications, but like I applied and I remember that I was so late in my application process. It was literally like the last day that I had missed the Unified's signups for Chicago, which is literally where I'm from. Um, oh my God. So I had to buy a ticket to fly to New York and I like begged my mom, I like already signed up for the time. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna sign up for a time and beg my parents and like pray to let me go. And signed up, prayed, my mom like somehow um, let me go. It was like a really, it was a crazy time in my life truly. Um, but I went, I auditioned in New York, truly like thought nothing of it. It was, it's a crazy audition. Um, in New York, I imagine. Yeah, in New York. Um, and I did the audition and it, it's so weird now. I got I got the chance to be on faculty this past um, admission season because one of my teachers oh. went out. So I got to step in for staff for him. And it was a total like 180 of, because it was the same room that I auditioned in, the same studio, like everything. Um, but I did that audition and I remember I FaceTimed my friend after and I was like, you know, it was a really great audition, but I don't think I'm going to get it. You know, I'm just like really happy that I was able to like do my work for these people. These are esteemed professors who I love. Like I had been hearing about Barbara McKenzie Wood since I was a freshman. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, even I, yeah. Yeah. So then I like kind of forgot about it, honestly. I mean, you don't forget about it. You don't it's always in it. the back of your head. And you're it's like, it's always in the back of your head. And back then, you have all like the Facebook groups like back then it was like the green room from my age. Um, so like people would post like, oh, like CMU is going to drop their date soon or Michigan's making calls now. So like you like knew in real time, like when everything when people were finding out because people would tell their friends and then like whatever. Um, so I remember like waking up one day and somebody and on the post, like somebody was like, I think Carnegie is like making calls this week. And I like didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, whatever. They always do this. And I like went about my day. And I by this point, I had already been accepted to other schools. I had just gotten into Pace, which was like one of my like top schools that I like really wanted to get into. So I was like, I'm like, you know, I'm not like really thinking about it. Um, and then I was working out after school with my best friend and I got a call and it said Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I just like absolutely knew. Um, and then they told oh. me and it was like, of course, like a whole thing. Um, like, like when you like go in for an audition and yeah, it's like calling you like, so yeah, it was, very, <laughs> it was very much, it was very similar to that. I was like in shock. Yeah. I mean, everybody knew my friends knew that this was like so important to me. I was like my only friend pursuing theater in our group. My parents knew that this was like extremely important to me. Um, so I, and I was like determined to prove a lot of people wrong. Um, I mean, I was determined to do it for myself, obviously. So like that was, it was a huge. Being yourself wrong is huge because yes. you're your toughest critic. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it, I mean, that's the long version, but it was a lot of, a lot of um divine timing like i was i was very young i was i know i was ill prepared but i was definitely i don't want to say i was like ill prepared in the room i just like didn't have the same experience as a lot of other kids um i didn't go to like french woods or arts i didn't have like 
that kind of background. Um, so I just felt super new and like naive to the situation as a whole, which I'm sure like every kid does. Like even when I watched auditions this past, um, this past spring, like it's like the same, like it is very, very intimidating. It's scary. You're like putting your heart on the line for people who like can in your young adolescent like mind think it is like make or break. And sometimes it really does like feel like that. Um, and it's a huge life shift. I was very, very lucky and that, you know, it happened the way it did for me. Um, and I was lucky to spend my college time there. It was very hard, but in, <laughs> you know, it, it taught me everything. Um, cool. But yeah, just very blessed, honestly. And you're so young, like going into college, finishing out high school and going yeah. into these audition rooms, like 17, 18 year olds. 18 year olds are so young they're I have not no knowledge about anything and it's I always say it's so different because it's not regular school like it's not regular call I mean it is I went to a conservatory and I don't really think it differs as much in terms of like your social experience in other like art schools like you're you're trying to have like a normal college experience on top of like living in this bubble of like arts and like putting yourself out every morning, being potentially ripped apart every morning, being very emotional, you know, being very critical of yourself in a time where you're already hyper emotional and critical inherently because you're a young adult. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. And have a lot of self-doubt and stuff because you're also a young adult. <laughs> So do you have any favorite show that you did while at Carnegie Mellon? I saw on like your bio on the site that uh -huh. you liked working in like shows that challenge traditional theater, like the structure oh, of traditional sure. theater, which I love. So is there an example of like that show? Did you do a show like that? I the one thing I loved about CMU was that we did so many new works and that we got to have a lot of collaboration with grad students. Um, new local playwrights guest playwrights guest music directors you know everything like that was the biggest thing was like the exposure to the industry initially like what you get um i worked on a really really great piece that was um written and directed by paloma sierra it was called uh 23 clemente it was the roberto clemente story um which was amazing i i loved it it was a this piece that was all in spanish which was new for me because i don't speak spanish fluently um but that's definitely like one that comes to the top of my mind i loved shows where i was able to express culture um language and anything that was different than like the traditional paradigm of what we were getting in like our classrooms I was here for um it was also hard for me because i graduated during the pandemic so like our musical <laughs> it it happened but it was a different it was a reimagined version of the musical like we did hair um but it, it was a reimagined version of like the musical because we couldn't be as interactive this was like the very early stages of covid so like even um 23 uh the story that was on Zoom, like, and it was like one of my like favorite pieces that I um, worked on. I mean, and as as well as like, I did a million free scenes um, in class that were amazing. We had a, a great section of our class that allowed us to like explore our own ethnicities and cultures and do scenes that were like rooted in that. And so like, that's why it was great to do like the Roberto Clemente story, um, others, just like other scene work. Um, and any, I mean, I loved all of the stuff that I did at CMU, even though it was like very hard in the moment and like the rehearsal schedule and like, again, like trying to be a normal student. And then it's like, oh, I have rehearsal. Like yeah. that's like not a traditional college experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I truly did enjoy like all of the shows that I did get to, even though they weren't like the full scope as I hope all the kids get to like experience now that like things are different. Um, it was amazing. Like, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Wait, I'm trying to imagine hair during the pandemic because that is, that does sound like an especially challenging show. Yeah. On during yeah, it was. I mean, we had to film it. So, like, because we didn't have an audience and we couldn't 
have people in the seats and like we had to stay within the COVID guidelines, we had to film it. So oh that's, yeah. Oh my goodness. So it's like making a movie kind of. <laughs> it kind of was. I mean, it was an experience in its own right. It was the same with our showcase. We had to film our showcase. Um, and it was the same thing. Like I was learning what it was like to act and sing on camera, which was already something I was lucky enough to like, we got experience like behind the camera. That was another thing I loved about CMU was the integration of musical theater performance and like acting on film work experience. However, um, it, it was a challenge and like, even for showcase singing with a monitor and like, however, all of this is like proven to be extremely helpful now that I'm like on tour and like singing with a live band every like it's, it's very, very, very helpful. I will well, say. I was also going to say like, it, like if you go in for a, an audition for like some musical tv show you're set because you're like you're set yeah, i yeah I, I feel very yeah. prepared i'm not gonna lie i do feel very prepared yeah you're like i do have experience with the camera so i also saw before i get into mama mia i also saw that you were in a production at the muni yes oh my gosh yes it's huge because like that that theater is very famous especially in the united the states and I've seen pictures of there, but it's oh my gosh, crazy. you have you must go, you have to go. I'm like a huge Muni fan, obviously. I mean, it, I've been a Muni fan since I was a kid. I'm from the Midwest, so like I grew up going to St. Louis and like and knowing of the Muni. Um, but the Muni truly is amazing. Like, I'm not just saying that because I work there. It's like it's magical. Staff, all the directors like it's true it's such a fun experience but I I did last not last summer summer before I did um Sweeney Todd and the color purple um and it was it was amazing and it was also a long time coming because I booked Sweeney Todd when I was a junior and at Carnegie like right before right during my junior year and because COVID had hit they had to move, they stopped their season. Like they held, I think they held their season for a year or two. Um, and so we like, were kind of in an abyss of like, if it was gonna come back, if they were gonna yeah. change the season, which like they totally had the right to, but the team was so amazing. And I, I do love that team, Jim Moore, all of like Rob, Jerry, I, I love all of them. Um, they kept the show. They were really, really committed to doing it and we got to do it once I like graduated college so it was like two years had passed um but we still got to do it and it Sweeney Todd is one of my favorite shows I also did it in Allstate when I was a senior um in Illinois so Sweeney Todd's like my favorite show it's in my top three and it's not two or three um so, <laughs> might be up I'm so excited to do the show and then the color purple is literally just amazing and that was the first time they had ever done it so and I was going to say, like, vastly different shows. Did you do them the same summer? I did, yeah. The same, right after each other, right? One closed and the next one rehearsed, yeah. How do you, I was going to just ask like, the, uh, the basic question, what's the rehearsal process like? But how do you go from vastly different shows like that and, like, get in the, like, characters, so to say? I think, honestly, that rehearsal, I mean, anything in theater is... I mean, it's quicker in film. I've, I've luckily I've been able to have both experiences. Film, it's different because the rehearsal process is like a little bit more loose. You know, it could be a little bit more casual. Obviously, theater, the rehearsal process is extremely integral, and we're kind of making every piece of headway in the rehearsal room. Um, I the Muni is it's hard, man. Like, is these shows are very very quick. It's like three weeks in total, and like you just it's it's the best thing is everyone's extremely professional so everyone's coming extremely prepared you know you're immediately diving into the work you're knocking it out to the point where then it doesn't really feel like work you're having fun and then boom before you know it you're opening the show and you're doing the show and then for me it was just kind of like okay like i'm doing this show i'm having fun and then i'm like in i'm thinking in the back of my head about the next show because i'm like okay i have to be like Fair. prepared for the next show so i think that's probably like 
the only thing that is like your that's gonna be your like saving grace as an actor though is like your preparation and your work ethic flip the switch kind of but yeah I feel like that helped me and prepared me for now I mean this rehearsal process was also like three weeks really for the tour oh yeah yeah we rehearsed in the city for three weeks and then we like we were immediately upstate doing tech rehearsals. We had like two days of tech and then we were right into our previews. Oh my God. They were like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the Muni was an amazing preparation um, for me for that. And I, I absolutely loved my time over there. It was amazing. I like want to go back eventually for sure. It's definitely like on my go back list. Um, but yeah. I mean, and also I was going to say like, performing across North America, like the theaters, the regional, uh, or the theaters that you tour in mm-hmm. are bigger than Broadway theaters. And the Muni is like- oh, The Muni is like it. an arena. <laughs> so you get the experience at the Muni also like performing for a big crowd. Yeah, for sure. And I, I mean, yeah, you're very, very right. It's the big crowd, it's learning. I mean, of course that's like, exhilarating and that's going to give you all types of nerves and anxieties or I'm like maybe it won't you know um but like it it teaches you so much for me it's like the music I mean we were doing like a Sondheim show with luckily we had like a 28 piece orchestra it was like beautiful but like listening to that music and like the music levels with all the people like the set like it's a lot of stuff that I like carry with me now especially as we do go to all the, you know, a diverse array of theaters that are extremely different. You know, each one sounds different. Each one feels different. It's really something you kind of have to like keep with you in your back pocket. Um, but I've been loving it so far. It's been great. Yes. I'm Since Sweeney Todd is on Broadway right now, I want to ask if you could go back to Sweeney Todd and do it on Broadway what role would you want to play oh gosh this is great um well i i i'm too young to be a sweeney so i'm gonna patiently wait you know and wait my turn for that i'm definitely so open to being an anthony i got to understudy anthony at the muni which was like amazing um under jake boyd and he's like phenomenal um so yeah, I would definitely love to do Anthony just because I love the music. I love Kiss Me Part Two. Like I could, yeah, I would. That's definitely where I would go. Yeah, and then when it and then it can get revived when you're at the stage to play Sweeney. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah we can revive it in like twenty more years or yeah. like maybe ten. Listen, I'm open. We can revive it in like ten five, whatever the director's willing to work with. You know, maybe he was a little young. Whatever. Um, yeah. I'm so open to that. I would love that. I would love to play Anthony now and then age into Sweeney. I think that's so iconic when you do one show as a role and you age into another. Our um, Sam Carmichael in the show, he used to be a Sky like way back in the day. And I, not way back in the day, that sounds terrible, <laughs> but he used to be a Sky when he was my age. Um, and he's like phenomenal. I mean, you'll see the show tomorrow. He's phenomenal. Victor Wallace, who like I'm so obsessed with. Um, he's just like so stunning, has an amazing voice, phenomenal actor. And he has like grown with this show. And I think it's the most iconic thing ever. Like I to say that you have like done multiple roles in such like a masterpiece show is a goal of mine, but also just like so cool. So I would love to do that with Sweeney, um, literally at any point. Well, I was going to say also, I talked to um, Christine Reese on this. Ooh, okay, and, yes. Um, she's played Sophie and Donna. In wow, yes, see? Yeah. That's so, I think that is so cool. Like, so, so cool yeah. You can do, but like, it's amazing. That's awesome. So speaking of Mamma Mia, good segue into it. <laughs> Currently, you're on the tour with Mamma Mia as Sky. What was your audition process like for this role in this tour? And how excited were you about, like, being <laughs> part of the cast to get to, like, bring it back to North America? 
I mean, okay, first of all, so excited. Like, still so excited every day. Um, literally. Me and my, like, roommate, my roommate here in LA, like, we wake up and we're like, this is so amazing. Like, I love this. Um, my audition process, gosh, this, it seems like forever ago because it literally was. It was, like, March. I, okay, so I auditioned, I was where, I live in New York City, um, in Bushwick, shout out Bushwick, um, and I was honestly, I had like just had a talk with my team and I was like, hey, like, I'd love to audition for some more musical theater stuff. I had like auditioned for musicals and tours, but it would be like, it wasn't a, a lot, it was, I was definitely going in for more film and TV stuff, um. And I was like, I definitely like want to get back into the audition room. I loved it. I had just come off my summer from the Muni. And so I was like, I'm still in my musical theater mood. Like, I want to like see what's going on. Um, literally like two weeks later, I got an audition for Mamma Mia. I was not super familiar with Mamma Mia. Like, I, of course, knew yeah. Mamma Mia. Of course, I know ABBA um, and yeah. like all of ABBA's songs. But I wasn't like as familiar with mama mia and i wasn't as familiar like with this like i knew but i knew it i was like familiar adjacently because all of my friends were like oh my god this is my favorite show like my best friend from home katie it's truly one of her favorite broadway shows yeah literally so i auditioned um and i had a, a really really nice fun audition and it was th with tara rubin and i love tara rubin they're really really great um casting team um and then I got a call back and like through all of this I'm like working my normal nanny job I'm a nanny in the city or I was a nanny in the city um so it was really just like another and actors in New York they'll like understand it really was just like another audition for me I was like great this is going really really well but I do have to keep my like re my hopes <laughs> realistic because like I don't know and like this happens all the time um and then I went in for the final callback and I remember being in the final um, and just being like, wow, this is so <laughs> fun. I had not had, a, and again, an in-person audition that was like that fun in so long. The dance call was great. Um, Janet and Ryan, who are our choreographers, like they were phenomenal. And at the time I was like, this is like, this could be so intimidating and like, this is so fun. Um, I thought the material was fun. I remember like doing all my research and like watching the movie and I'm like watching these bootlegs and I'm like, wow, this is like so goofy, so silly, so funny. Um, and I remember leaving the audition room and being like, wow, it would be so cool to book that because it was so fun. I just had never had like fun like that in the audition room. Um, and again, like went on to my normal life. That was on a Thursday. I remember that final callback was on a Thursday and that weekend just like went by, had a normal day life, normal weekend. And then like on Monday, it was, yeah, I mean, I was, I was thinking of like, I was thinking about it, but like, I wasn't thinking of, like there, it's been so many auditions at this point where it's like, I, you know, you come to a point where it's like, you're happy if it happens, but you're, you know, it's okay. What's meant for you is meant for you. So I was, I was really just like, you know, it'd be amazing, but I'm not going to put my, you know, whole emotional state into this because I genuinely can't, like I have other stuff to do. Yeah. Um, and like, then Monday came along, that Monday came along and I remember I was like getting up and I was about to get ready to go to work or no, I, I like had the day off from work. It was just like, a, I was home when I like normally am not home. Um, and I was like sitting in my room and my manager called me and like, you like get that like feeling, <laughs> <laughs> but you also know it's like, oh, she could like in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. So she's either calling me cause I'm really close with my management. So like, she's either calling me to like walk me through like maybe I got a self-tape like in my email she's probably like walking me through something or like you know we're just like here to chit chat but she called me and I like immediately felt I was like okay something is definitely up 
And she called me and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just like at home. Like, I, it's so random. Like I have off today. And she was like, well, Mike is here. Mike, Mike, my agent. He was like, Mike wants to just talk to you really quick. And it was like, they merged the calls. And I really wasn't like thinking anything of it. I was like, okay, this is a little weird, but like not really thinking anything that weird of it. And then they were like, yeah, you, you booked it. And I was like in a state of shock. I was like, wait, what? I, I just kept repeating what they were saying. Um, (laughs) and like my roommate could hear me outside of the door and it, it was, it was a really, really magical, um, moment, but it was definitely like very kismet. It was one of the smoothest auditions that I've ever had. It was the most fun. Um, and it just it 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 really happened in a really really natural way, which was really nice. When you said your roommate could hear you outside the door, I'm just picturing your roommate like with the cup next to the door, going like. Because I was like a, apparently I was just like repeating what my agent was, <laughs> my team was saying. So they were like, "You booked the 25th annual or 25th anniversary tour," and so I was like. I booked the 25th anniversary tour. So like I came <laughs> out of my room and my roommate, I love you, Dylan, like had two glasses of champagne and like was, it was very, very sweet. Um, <laughs> like before I could have even like internalized what was happening and stuff. Um, my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah, I know. It, was, it was, was a really special moment for sure. We make goals. Well, I was going to say, they saw you enjoying the audition and I <sighs> feel like Mamma Mia is such, is, a show that's like full of so much joy it is you have to cast people who like have that genuine joy and that is literally the best thing about being on tour like i'm some of my friends are here now they're in the background um but like that's like the best thing is like the cast like we are truly like having the best time on and off the stage like it is so fun every single night like we're partying behind the scrim before it comes up, like we are just like sending out good vibes. Like we can see you guys in the audience, you know, through monitor. Like, so we're <laughs> we're literally having like the best times. And of course, like we're living our dreams. This is like so big for me and such a huge blessing. And I couldn't be more honored, but like the people that I get to be on the stage with every night, that is really the biggest blessing. They're my, like, not only my friends, like so talented, everyone's like, stupid good but like so sweet good humans really really strong characters um and like more like just good people that i actually like being around and like enjoy doing the show as well um it's almost like the show is like the cherry on top like the people really we really really um make it what it is oh yeah and i i feel like the audience has to see that too on stage which is why like the reviews for this on Ticketmaster, it's literally all five-star reviews. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, the audiences have been amazing. They as well are like our extra character in the show. Like we feed off of you guys so much and like hearing the laughs, the sniffles, like the just people like the ad libs, like it really does make everything. And, and that I think that's like the biggest thing for me because I didn't you know, I did, I wasn't as familiar with Mamma Mia before I like got into the um, audition process. Like there's such a strong following with this show. And like, I, it really makes my heart warm seeing people dress up like the ruffles, the disco, the bedazzle, the jean jet, like it's amazing. Um, so yeah, the audience, they absolutely make the show. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to say also, like, I feel like it's, bring such needed heart and joy to the to a community that loves theater and just like to anyone who gets dragged along by their friend oh yeah show who doesn't normally see a theater show like we need this joy in this world and I mean how important is it to you to get to spread this joy around North America I mean extremely important I'm I give kudos to the full team. I think that this specific cast, our 25th anniversary cast, really reflects what the world looks like today. I think that it is important to be doing this show today in a world where we're seeing, you know, women's rights being rolled rolled back, um, 
African-American history being rolled back in some states. So to see a diverse cast celebrate just like fun, joy on stage and it kind of like not be questioned, it just is what it is. That is so important to me. I find joy every night in just being able to be a leading black man on the stage. That is very, very, very big for me because I grew up leaning into all of the people that looked like me on stage from such a young age that I know that how how much that means and how imperative that is to younger kids. Um, and I think that's the special thing about our cast is that it is so diverse and this show is a show for everybody. Um, I mean, there's so many themes that it plays on. Of course, it's about a mother and da daughter dynamic. So you have that, but it's also about unconventional family types. You know, it's about love um, and what that looks like for everybody, diverse love. So I, I'm so oh, blessed to do this every single night. Like, I, I can't even tell you how, when we do that mega mix, like I'm genuinely like, okay, like I'm in the zone. It's so fun. Um, and it couldn't have come at such a better time in my life, but I think for everyone, and that's why like I implore everyone to come yeah. to Malumbia. But like, it truly, truly is such a fun and important show for right now. And like the best two hours of like joy and bliss and dance and fun. Like there's no way you're walking out of the theater in a bad mood, so. I Exactly, exactly. You're walking out of theater dancing. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah, especially with the end. Then, like, the. Oh, yeah. End, as you mentioned, the Megamix. Yeah, at the oh, end. It's ever, yeah. I mean, I don't want to give away everything, if, but, like, yes, the, it's, it's literally a concert. So, everybody will just have to see for themselves. I'm so glad you answered, like, two of my questions in one, like, one question that I hadn't gotten to. Because one of my next questions was, like, um, how like how important do you think it is for revivals to not be the exact same as they were years mm -hmm. ago which like well, yeah i i think that that i think that if we're going to do a revival we need to revive okay. the show you know so i think that things need to be changed um in this case you know i think that our casting is it, like I said, it's just very reflective of what the world looks like right now. You know, I I am proud to share the stage with Elisa every night. She's a proud Latina. Um, so it just makes it not only real for like us in the audience, but it brings a new perspective to the show. It brings a new life to the show. Um, and it shows what other types of versions of love, you know, look like and what that, you know, what our world looks like. Um, so I, I, I think that that's like really, I mean, of course the show is phenomenal and all of our choreography and the staging and the direction is absolutely fantastic. Um, but I think that when we are doing revivals and we are thinking of um, different visualizations of older shows, that's something that we really need to consider and that needs to be a priority is what is this going to look like and what does this mean in 2020, whatever. Um, and that's like the best thing about our show is that I just feel so comfortable on stage with everyone. And I, I know that the audience does too, because we look like the audience and the audience looks like us, you know? So if you, you look around the room and you're like, okay, this is a, a diverse group of people. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's also a diverse group, group of people. Yeah. On stage. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. It's like, it's so important to see in the world. Cause if like I go out right now in Burbank, then I see a diverse group of people around me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I want to see that on stage. You just, it makes the story more real. I mean, it, it, it brings you into the world. It's a true, I mean, it's not a true story, but it's definitely something that could very well, you know, could happen. And honestly, that's, it's a, it is a lot of people's stories, even though Mamma Mia is like such a, you know, huge masterpiece. It, it's very over the top. You know, this is, it is a lot of people's stories in the sense of unconventional family units. Yeah. Um, and that looks like a lot of things. So I'm glad that our cast can represent that. Do you have a favorite scene in the show that you're in and a favorite scene in the show that maybe you're not in? Oh God, I have so many favorite. I, okay, so like, I love the show. Like I'm obsessed with the show. I'm definitely a Mamma Mia fan. I will definitely, yeah. I'm definitely a Mamma Mia fan for life. It's uh, a fan base. 
My favorite scene, oh gosh. My favorite scene to do on stage is probably Lay All Your Love. I, I, I mean, it's like a lot, but I like, I like the scene. I think it's so funny. Like it, it's a scene that like genuinely makes me laugh and I'm like surprised in the number, even though I know what's like happening and like going to happen. Um, and then my favorite scene, oh gosh, well, this is a new one, but it will, is definitely, is currently my favorite. Um, I came up yesterday. I don't normally, um, Donna has like what we call the big four. She has like four songs back to back. Um, and I came up during it. I changed, I have a change during that, but I came up and I watched, um, Christine Ardana do winner takes it all and i was like oh yeah i need to come up for this number every single night it was phenomenal so that is that's probably that's probably my favorite one to watch off stage or okay that one and then does your mother know i always watch does your mother know off stage i mean i enter right after but i always but you're like you i'm always i watch it up until the point i I'm going to be late. Um, for the <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're like, sorry, what's yeah. attention? I was just watching you guys from, yeah, exactly. Genius happening on stage. No, I it's mean, a, it's amazing. That's like the best thing. I love. I get joy from like watching the show every night. I just know that it's always gonna, you know. So, but those are my current. I mean, I was gonna say, winner takes it all. Like, I would definitely like try to sneak into the front row center of the orchestra and watch from there every night. Winner takes it all. I mean, Christine Sherell, like our Donna, Christine, she is phenomenal. I am definitely one, maybe co-president of the Christine fan club. Our whole cast, okay. our members, <laughs> like we are obsessed with her. She's our fearless leader. She is amazing, iconic, stupendous. Um, and she really like, eats the number up every single night. I hear it in my dressing room every night and I'm like, this woman is insane. Yes. However, yesterday was my first time like seeing it. I mean, I, I'd seen it in rehearsals, but this is my first time really seeing it. And I was like, yeah. You're like, oh. You literally come just for that. Oh, so. yeah. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah, you have a favorite um, ABBA song? Oh gosh. Okay. Well, my favorite ABBA song before we started this was actually Gimme Gimme because the intro is sampled on Madonna's song Hung Up. <laughs> I love Madonna. Um, okay. I know this <laughs> So I do, but I like love ABBA. I, I mean, oh gosh, do I have a favorite ABBA song? They're so catchy. My favorite ABBA song is probably Voulez Vous. They're just so groovy and funky to me. I mean, yeah, my favorite opera song is probably Voulez Vu. Like that was a song that I distinctly remember hearing like in childhood, like my parents would play that yeah. a lot. So like, I love all their disco jams. I'm here for it. Oh my gosh, yes. So fun. And I've seen like pictures of the costumes too. Oh on my the gosh, store. yeah. The costumes are amazing. Oh my gosh. The costumes are amazing. I mean, yeah. And there's like some surprise costumes as well. And they're amazing. Like so disco-esque. There's yeah, and they're so con like yeah. I mean, we're giving island life, we're giving you disco, yeah, we're giving you all grace, of it. you know. It's amazing. Our costumers are amazing. Literally all of it. When you were talking about um how like you're always surprised during the scene that you're in on stage, I was like, yeah, well, like, I mean, if you're because I feel like they cast a bunch of comedians too to be in the <laughs> show. So when right. you're like in a show with these comedians who are like also really good actors like they always have like timing they always yes. have I, I, I agree I think that our cast is really really good at keeping it fresh um every night it's never the same like I I, I mean it's not different I never walk into the show and I'm like okay let me brace myself I don't know what show I'm stepping into I know you know I, I feel comfortable but I'm always like I'm so excited because this is going to be a completely different show, you know, like it's something new will be brought to it. Um, and something new always is. And we are, like I said earlier, like 
we're having the best. I mean, yeah. you'll see the show tomorrow, but like truly having the best time on stage, um, which makes it all the better. I mean, the best kind of show to me is like watching a cast on stage and being like, oh my God, they're having so much yeah, fun. Like, oh yeah, my they God. Like each other, they get yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I wonder if they're going to keep their cool during this scene because they look like they're having way too much way too fun. fun. Yes. And so much life. And someone's going to laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very, very true and very real. Um, yeah. I'll say that. I'll say that. I mean, we are, we, we have a, obviously are extremely professional, but yeah, it's, it's so, it's so fun. And it's also like the show material. How can you not like be up there having fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, some of it's emotional, but like absolutely. Uh, some of, I and I'm right. I'm right with everyone. I'm like yes, and I'm crying too. Like you know, God, the Sophie Donna song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. Slipping through my fingers is a lot. It yep. is a lot. Yep, and I'm sure you hear the sniffles in the audience. Yes, and I. That's my favorite thing is like when I, when the change because there's our the song after is so funny. So like the change in people and like watching people on the monitor and like people are crying and like wiping their nose. And then immediately like people are bursting out laughing literally in the second song. It is so wild to me. It's so funny. Um, oh my God. It should be like a meme. <laughs> it is. No, it really, it literally is. But the thing, like I'm going through it too. I'm like, wow, that I'm like so in it with them right now. And I'm like, let me. Emotional change. Get on stage. Yeah. <laughs> change in emotional state very fast. Exactly. exactly. So I want to ask who inspires you in the theater world, like actor wise? Oh gosh. I have so, I have so many. Um, I think, well, growing up and now, my, my biggest inspirations, I love Norm Lewis. You got Norm Lewis, <laughs> Norm Lewis Dan, like I am obsessed. Um, I love Jean Clay Third. He's uh, my friend, but he's amazing. He's a little older than me, but he's like been like a mentor. We went to the same school. He's just done amazing work. Um, Gosh, I don't know. I, I mean, Leslie Odom Jr., Billy Porter, Katina Miller. Um, <laughs> icons. Does. I, I mean, yeah, that's a lot of icons. But like, I don't know. I, I have a lot. I'm trying. I, there's a lot of people that I that I love. Even like young. I love the young. I love Roman Banks. Um, oh my gosh. I was watching Miles Frost videos yesterday. Um, like, I, I, I love all of, like, the younger, like, I guess, like, my, that is, like, my generation of, like, talent, Michaela Diamond. Um, oh, my God, she's insane. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah. She, we were supposed to be in the same class at CMU together. Um, oh, my God. She's phenomenal. Like, I, there's a lot of people that I'm, like, huge low-key fans of. Um, Samantha Green. Like, I, yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of people that I'm like really 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 big fans of but um I am a Norm Lewis like obsessed craze fan I literally like worship him and his voice um oh my god his voice is is like it's like butter, it's the most decadent indulgent beautiful masterpiece ever he's and he's amazing you're like you can find me at, at Norm Lewis fan on yes. Instagram. <laughs> yes, you sure can. On Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> you sure can. No, I have no shame. I absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I mean no shame at all. Listen, I saw. I mean, I saw Michaela Diamond walking down the street in New York like three times when I was there last, and I was like icon because <laughs> oh, she's, I, amazing. Just, she's amazing, and I I love I love the authenticity that she injects in her work. She's really and she's always been like that i've been like i've known known her for a, a little bit so like it she's amazing um it seems yeah. so effortless <laughs> it is it is for her. i mean she's a pure talent like truly so yeah. yeah i have those are i have a lot of people who i'm a fan of truly yes oh my god there's so many i mean there's so many people to, to pick from like there are. To compile lists i'm like well, I'm going to forget some people and then realize in like 10 minutes and be like, no, wait. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to add this person. No, I mean, yeah, that's why like my, yeah, there's a million, 
yeah. those are the ones that come to mind, of course. But like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of good people up there. Do you have a dream role that you would want to play on stage someday besides Sweeney? We're gonna say right. Yes. Okay. Of course. So yeah, Sweeney is up there. Um, I love Once on This Island. That's one of my favorite shows. So I love, I grew up singing Rain. So I love Ogway. Although like, again, traditionally, they don't go younger for that. I'm happy to throw myself in the mix. Um, yes. I've, I've done Ogway. I've done Daniel. I, I just love the story of Once on This Island. Um, what else? I love Cabaret, and I'm very excited that's coming back to Broadway. That's like one of my favorite shows. Um, Dream Girls, oof, Lion King. I mean, Simba has oh kind of always been a role because it was my first show that I ever saw. So I definitely one day would love to be a Simba. Um, Manifesting for you because uh, like Anthony and Sweeney Todd. What else? I mean, and also, I mean, it's everyone says this, but I would love to originate a role. That is like truly my dream. Is I would love to do a new word. I really fell in love with that. Like I told you at CMU. Um, but I would love to do a new work. I love. Um, I love creating. So I and I love mapping out. And I love that building process so i would love to do that um, but honestly i'm open I, I there's a i'm i'm open i would love i'd love to do anything i mean i'm, I'm obviously very happy on the island right now doing mamma mia um but yeah those are like a couple of my dream roles i think yeah I, i've got a lot now i'm like thinking of every show aladdin like yeah there's a million there's a million just all the shows all the shows I was gonna say the Lion King would be full circle. The Lion King is my full circle. I would say the Lion King and and Wicked are like my two like Wicked, big, yeah. Like Wicked, I am of. I mean, any theater goer I feel like is going to be Wicked obsessed. Oh my god, um, I'm very Wicked obsessed. So, Fiero has Fiero, always been yeah. a dream role. <laughs> and Simba it's like the same thing I will always love the Lion King um and I just know that show like I'm just obsessed with that show so yeah those are those are probably my two tops right now you're like I'm ready I know the lines <laughs> I'm ready I'm same with I'm same with Fiero I'm like I am ready like I am prepared um but get out there yeah. and very little re rehearsal process for these shows <laughs> oh yeah I'm ready I can hop in just do I can I'm ready half a day yes Oh my God, that's me with weird, like weird show to say, but Frozen, I'm obsessed with. Love Frozen. No, I love Frozen. Frozen, I'm obsessed with. So like yeah. have everyone in that show, but I'm not You're ready at any time. Either, so. <laughs> I love that. No, I love that. I mean, that's like how you have to be. I, there, like, you know, there are shows that like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I could go in and I could do it now. Like a Sweeney Todd, Lion King. Wicked Hades Town, boom! I'm like, you know, I'm ready to go. You know, yeah, Hades Town too. Yes, yes, yes. God. So. Oh my God, that show is a masterpiece too. <laughs> so, oh, before I get to my last question, I want to ask: Where can people follow you on social media to like keep up with the tour? To see your eventual vlogs that you do for Broadway.com? Yes, for manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you guys can, anybody can follow me at Grant Reynolds with two S's, G-R-A-N-T-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S-S, -S, which is literally just my name with an extra S. Um, and yeah, I've been like trying to be on my content game while on tour and like capture all the fun moments and show stuff. I'm getting better. Um, not quite there yet, but yeah, so you can follow my Instagram, Facebook, my TikTok. Um, yeah. Perfect. And I'll put the links in the description oh, yeah, below. Sure. In the lower for third, sure. too. No, I need to, like, really get on it and, like, start to, like, master all my videos and stuff. But Hey. Right hey. <laughs> the, like, more natural stuff, though, really appeals to I me. I know. It's better. Yeah. That's totally my approach. It's very yeah. casual and real. 
Yeah, um, like more natural, less edited appeals to me always. Exactly, exactly. So lastly, I want to ask, is there anything that you'd want to promote that I didn't mention? Or do you just want to like tell people to come see Mama Mia on tour? I get, yeah, I mean, I guess come see Mama Mia on tour, obviously. I mean, not to you, you're coming tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I can't say how much of an amazing show this is enough, how blessed I am to like be a part of it. This really, really is such a really huge blessing for me. Um, and I feel really, really lucky to be a part of this cast specifically in this team um, every day. Um, and it's just so joyous. You cannot go wrong um, and you will be guaranteed to have a good time. So everybody needs to come on out and see. And yeah, yes. I enjoy <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you will be guaranteed to laugh and cry. <laughs> oh yeah, you're definitely gonna so laugh, sure. cry, all the dance. Yeah. I'm sure people stand up and dance during the oh, show. People too. Absolutely stand up. It's like almost a requirement at the end, you know, if willing and able, stand, rise and dance. Like, no, truly. I love that. Love that so much. So heard it here first. Don't get annoyed with people at the end for standing up and dancing. No, stand up and please do dance. We encourage it. We do. Love <laughs> it. Well, I'm so excited to see the show tomorrow. I'm so excited to have you. Please find me after too. Let, let's like definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, I normally like take pictures around the theater and then go outside. And yeah, like, yeah, and stand around. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored. Of course, crazy. I feel honored to get to talk to you on this. No, this was so amazing. When you reached out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Thanks for watching this episode of Backstage with Becca B. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. Or for more exclusive content from this interview and more, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Backstage with Becca B. Make sure to subscribe to my channel and like this video. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give me a five-star rating. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next time.